things are more emotional and bring families closer together than the sport of football, the athleticism, the brute force, the close wins, and the heartbreaking losses. No team has nurtured that family bond better than the Green Bay Packers, and no place resembles that true football spirit better than the frozen tundra. Many people say you don't become a Packer fan. You're born that way. You bleed green and gold. Now, here are your hosts, father and son, Mike and Sean Reagan, with the Bleeding Green and Gold podcast. Welcome to week nine edition of Bleeding Green and Gold. I'm Mike. I'm Sean. Another week, another, another loss, loss for yeah. the pack. This okay. was a rough one. Okay. 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 I thought it I thought it was gloomy after losing to the commanders, but then going up against the one in six lions. Oof. Oof. Worst defense. Triple oof. Oof. In the NFL. And we could only score nine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say this might be the worst performance I've ever seen from Rodgers. How about you? Uh, you're almost 30. Mm-hmm. Do you remember a, a worse game? A worse game? Um, yeah. I'm sure Against there was. Against a team like Detroit? Yeah. I'm sure How there was worse are. games. I don't know about a one-win team <laughs> that we're up against. It it was ugly. I mean, we we've really, you know, we've had seasons where we ended the season well getting into the playoffs and you know championship game where earlier in the season we kind of pooped the bed against bad teams Mm -hmm. but this is not that scenario (laughs) no packers lose nine to 15 that's five losses in a row Mm -hmm. shut out in the first half and uh rogers who up until this game had only a couple red zone and end zone picks in his career mm-hmm. through three interceptions in the red zone, two of which happened in the end zone mm-hmm. and under through a couple really bad, like could have been big plays under through it, missed guys that were completely open. It was just, I don't know what's going on, but I'll tell you what we did not see. We did not see Mr. Zen Aaron Rodgers that he talked about being all off season. because he was mad out there yeah but i how much is that is it him or he's mad at the other players well i'm i know he he did say after the game he he played poorly and was upset with how he played but his mo this year has definitely been putting a lot of the onus on the other players which is not really what you want to see from one of the leaders on the team Right. Right. I agree. And I think that, um, I mean, there was, I saw, I think it was on Reddit. Somebody posted, um, what's his name? Former quarterback, St. Louis Rams. Kurt Warner. Yeah. And he did a breakdown. It was, it, it was way too long for my attention span. It was like three and a half minutes. And <laughs> they're going to say hours. <laughs> no half an hour that's a long time but he was like showing the breakdowns of the the receivers mm-hmm. and he's like so 
this is like he was just doing, you know, basic football. So if you're going to do this, you're going to do this play. It's obvious they're going to run this play. And this is the wide receiver is supposed to like hold his his line, you know, just multiple different examples of it. And it's like going and then you have um, the offensive line isn't stopping anybody. So what's Rogers supposed to do when the receivers aren't running the routes and the offensive line isn't blocking anybody? I think there's some validity there. Yeah. Yeah. It, overall, ugly, ugly game pretty much at every level. You know, we saw Rodgers with the bad game. Offensive line didn't look good. Uh, rushing, A.J. Dillon continues to have games under three and a half yard average, which has been, you know, much of the se- most of the season for him, which is not good. Um, Aaron Jones only got nine carries, 25 yards, but the fact that he only had nine carries is something in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it's just frustrating. It's another week of LaFleur saying in the post game he needs to do more to get Jones the ball. It's like we're half over halfway through the season now. You can't say that after every game and continue to not do it. it it's crazy. Not I mean, to be pendentic, but yeah, I mean, he can. You can say it the rest of the season, mm-hmm. but that just means that he's he's a moron. I mean, do it. Quit saying it. Well, we're at, we're at the goal line. Either I can't remember if it was the one or two yard line, and we run three plays without Aaron Jones even on the field. Our best goal scorer, best playmaker, not even on the field, and we end up throwing it to our uh, perennially injured lineman. Bakhtiari, and not only that, <laughs> well, he under, under threw it by like five under yards. throws it to get picked off um, by uh, Aiden Hutchinson, the rookie on the Lions, who made a good play on the ball to pick it off. But even if he wasn't there, I don't think that ball was making it to Bakhtiari. No, it it no, looked like no it was going to fall at his feet, and it's no, not like it a just... guy with a knee held together by twine is going to be able to like dive change directions and dive for it <laughs> i just used some <laughs> twine recently oh man that's funny um hey but on uh, a positive note um wisconsin beat maryland 23 to 10 nice <laughs> yeah is maryland good this year yeah they're very good this year okay okay yeah you can tell there's a total different energy since they let paul christ go um they're Mm -hmm. they're just like intense which i would love to see on the packers that what's the new head coach's name again i'm blanking on it uh don't do that to me uh jim uh we have to look it up i Uh, got it i'll look it up I see you typing. Um, I should know it because we were, you know, going to have them as our defense. I always get it wrong. You do. I usually correct you, but I'm blanking right now. Jim Leonard. That's it. Yep. Boy, that's a tough name to remember. Yeah. You know, it's weird. You type in, type it in. And the first picture that comes up is some really old guy, bald old guy. And I'm like, that's not Jim Leonard. Is that Barry Alvarez? Maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> but anyway, weird. yeah, it's it used to be back 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 in the day when I was a young lad that <laughs> it would be the Packers would lose every Sunday, 
The Badgers would lose every Saturday. And then we had a, a pretty good hockey team. So sometimes, you know, that would help with the, the painful losses. Um, but <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm really, well, I'm, I'm surprised at how bad, how bad we just look bad. At least Wisconsin fans have the Bucks, huh? Yeah, they're dang good. Yeah. Really, really good. What I've seen. So uh, uh, just to wrap it up on the, I'll, and then I'll move on with the Badgers. But uh, so then we got, um, we're at Iowa, um, we're at Nebraska, and then we wrap up the season against Minnesota. So, okay. Here you go. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, speaking of Jim Limmer, Jim Limmerd, Jim Leonard, <laughs> and our defense, um, Joe Barry and the defense had another good game. They have looked good overall, holding teams to under 20 points, which any other year you would think means the Packers are winning these games with Aaron Rodgers under the helm. Every game we'd win. Uh, And not only that, but man, you would have thought we'd win this game because we sacrificed so many players to the football gods during it. (laughs) Um, If you look at the injury report right now, it you have to scroll down to see the whole list. It felt like every other play this game, we had guys going out. Um, So one, I mean, one thing since I brought it up, one thing to touch on quick, and we we can go over some of the other names later on after talking about the game, but Rashawn Gary out for the year with a torn ACL. That's huge. I know. He's probably outside of Jair Alexander, our best defensive player. Uh Had a good game this game before he got hurt. Um and then Eric Stokes in a boot with an ankle knee injury, and they're thinking he might be up for the year as well. So, and seventeen players on uh, uh, on the injury report. Yeah, that's and crazy. Look what happens when we go and play on artificial turf. You know, you had more <laughs> players talking about it after this game that it's just it's not fair to the players, teams that make so much money can't go out of their way to put in real grass because they said it, it's like they're playing on concrete. You know, if I know. you try to plant your foot, there's it. no give. And hey, it's, speaking it's of the Badgers, because it's just because they want the revenue in the offseason of being able to have right. other events in there. Other events. Yep. Um, when I was uh, in high school playing football, <clears throat> excuse me, um, didn't play on it, but it got a chance to really like move around and, and, and run around on the Badgers at Camp Randall Stadium where the Badgers play. It's mm-hmm. artificial turf. No reason why it needs to be. It's an open stadium. Um, but oh my gosh, I couldn't believe how hard it was. It's like, and and we my school was so cheap. I mean, we didn't have a football stadium. We had to go place at another another high school. Um, but I'm like, these are like big time players and why why do you do this and and it's um it's got a severe um what do you call that where it's 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 pitched really high in the middle so to drain off the water mm-hmm. like if you're standing on the sideline and you look across the field it it looks like the other people are short because <laughs> the the middle of the field goes up so high it, it just i i they can lie through their teeth as much as they want, but anybody who's ever played on that stuff or ran on that stuff knows 
it's not healthy. Yeah. No, definitely not. And even playing on a pitched slope can affect your body. It can affect. Absolutely. Um, like, you know, running on the side of the road when it's pitched for water drain off, you can start feeling it in your hips or your ankle or something because you're kind mm-hmm. of at an angle there. Not that I do much running. <laughs> well, but, I, you know me, before I got my hip surgery, we went walking over in the park and it was very uneven. It's just like, it's really hard. Your body's trying to adjust for the pain plus for the uneven ground. But mm-hmm. I see Mason Crosby is uh, on the injury list. Back that's, injury, that's, yeah. That's that's our biggest scorer this season is Mason Crosby. <laughs> A lot of seasons, I would guess he's the biggest scorer. <laughs> it's his um, back. I didn't, it's his did back. Not I that I, when I saw him on there, I was trying to think, but I don't recall him getting hit. We got mm-hmm. a running into the kicker penalty, um, which was pretty frustrating. They they had a bad snap that slid across the the turf, picked right. up by the holder, and then they shanked it wide left. And I thought, I like everyone else, that it was blocked at first. I think it was mm-hmm. Jair Alexander dove in there. And uh turns out he did not actually get a hand on it and then hit the kicker. And it's like, well, we go from a missed, missed field goal to them getting the ball back. Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, overall, just or uh, not getting the ball back. I think that was their extra point. So then they got the chance to go for two and they got the two point mm-hmm. conversion to get eight. You um, know, sometimes we go into, excuse me, um, Ford Field and it's just weird. Weird things happen. Weird plays happen. And it just the way this season's going and the way the game started, I was like, "On okay, we're going to lose. I, I could just sense it, the way the way it started. And the team never picked up. We never changed. We just do the same thing. And I don't know if there's any way anybody could honestly say, I'm pointing the finger at this. And this is the problem. I think there's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, I know we have guys underperforming, making mental mistakes everywhere, but when it's at all levels, you have to point your finger at the adults in the room, I think. Being Why are you co- pointing your finger the coaches. I'm not. I know this is an audio medium, but I'm not letting you call me out. I didn't point anything. <laughs> my hands are folded in my lap. <laughs> uh, you have to look at LaFleur, Joe Barry, Gutenkurs you know, with the talent we have in here or the lack thereof at certain spots and inability to adjust. And also Aaron Rodgers as the, you know, elder in the room at this point. Um, mm-hmm. I think he turns 39 this month. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think overall it's on them. But you how know, about it, we we made the big move for special teams? We're not We're not any better than we were. I mean, we're better. Uh-uh. We have a lot better kick coverage. We're not making as many mental errors. We're not getting any big returns, but we're not making a ton of mistakes. That running into the kicker wasn't great, but... I really don't see much improvement. You don't think so? No. I mean, mean, we have to look. I don't know what site I need to go to to see where we are rated on special teams, but I can't imagine it's very high. Yeah. Um... Let's see. Special teams rankings. Do, do, do. 
Eagles number one, what are they not doing well? Boy, they look good too. Oh, we're not horrible. We're only number 30. <laughs> 32. We could be 32. <laughs> See, I'm t- we're not doing any better. <laughs> only the LA Rams and Miami Dolphins are under us. Which I was going to say, um, like looking at the Rams, uh, like quarterbacks, like the Rams, uh, the Falcons, uh, there was one other uh, team that um, it wasn't the Colts, but um, it's like the the older, well-known quarterbacks are really struggling this year. The teams, I mean, the Rams just won the Super Bowl, so it, yeah. it's really odd. Yeah, it's a weird year. A lot of teams who did not have many expectations around them are having a good season. Um, so I, I pulled up a couple other special teams rankings because that was Football Outsiders um, with DVOA, which is kind of a very complicated algorithm that they've put together. I'm not sure how they do it with special teams. But because I'm not a paid member, I couldn't see their breakdown of stats. So I went to a couple other sites. And on the other ones, we we're around nine out of 32 on special teams. How could it be so different? They must their, do their DVOA is weird. It's always rated or uh, weighted for who you're playing, the situation in the game, things like that. Um, so I'd have to know more about how they do it. But if you look at other sites, we're above average on special teams. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I I would be pleased to be corrected on that. I am. Um, Let's see I where just... we're rated on offense. 12. That seems weird. I don't trust anything I'm looking at right now. <laughs> well, the whole internet, man, you never know. You never know. You never know. It's, I like how, uh, what's his name? Who's the guy? I think he's he's a reporter for ESPN. He always likes to break the stories. Um, Schefter? Hmm? Schefter? Adam Schefter? Okay, Adam Schefter. It's like, he, he does it. He has a percentage that he's wrong. Like, he could be wrong 30% of the time, but if he's right 70%, he beats everybody else. Yeah. But I don't think it's real honest when he's in bed with the agents and everything. He's like, oh, I'm not going to report that because I want you to be able to tell me something later on. I mean, is he the one? Or No, I think it was Ian Rapoport. Um I'm not sure if he's with ESPN or where he's through. He might be with the NFL. Um, with the Deshaun Watson case in the offseason. Yeah. He he kind of like had the the wink, wink, nudge, nudge with the agent of Deshaun Watson that he gets to break all the news as long as he does everything he can to make him look good. It and, is Schefter, uh, what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Okay. I just looked it up. Yeah. And uh, Rappaport got called out pretty heavily in a lot of media outlets I saw for the way he handled the Deshaun Watson thing. But well, then there's. The I mean, a, a lot of it's like being a fortune teller. You know, I think I I saw something a little bit ago. The on average fortune tellers get about seventeen percent of their predictions correct, but they they really pound the drum on the ones that did come true to drum up business in the future. <laughs> it's like you guess mm, enough yeah, things, I, some will come true. I'm trying to look up. There's a guy I do not like. I'm trying to look. Um, Skip Bayless. Is that who it is? Skip Bayless. Is he the guy you hate? 
because he lies. Oh, uh, I don't know. Skip Bayless is the one. He he gets all uh, very heated and takes yep, weird takes one. on things. Is that it? <laughs> See, I you know got you got it, brother. He uh, he came out and said that he heard that. Uh, why does it matter? Troy Aikman's gay, and it's like, <laughs> and, and Troy Aikman's like, where did this come from? And Bayless is like, oh, I have I have good sources, and but that made him famous. And so he ended up leaving Dallas as a reporter and moving on to ESPN, where he just keeps coming up with these. Nobody can really verify, but they know that's like the people in the know are like, going, where the heck does this come from? I wonder I how know. Aikman felt when he found out he was gay from Skip. <laughs> Maybe Skip thought Aikman was hot. And I he think was trying so. To start I, I know someone who does think that voice Troy's looking good today yeah your wife my mom <laughs> big she big troy fan troy, yeah she likes troy <laughs> um quite a few receivers in this game let's see that caught a ball um or were targeted at least let's see one two three. 12 receivers targeted in this game and part of that's trying to find something that works trying to find a guy who will make a play and part of that's a you know, they were just dropping like flies off the field um, because we, yeah. we had. If you look at the names, it's like it, it, there's there's a handful of them you wouldn't recognize. We had both Christian Watson and Romeo Dubs healthy for this game, which was really nice to see. But we had Romeo Dubs go off in a boot, uh, supposedly in quite a bit of pain. And I think they said it's a medial um ankle sprain which is probably four to six weeks we'll be missing him mm. and then christian watson went out with concussion protocol um, again but, but i yeah i think they said after i think lafleur said that it was actually he hurt his shoulder or his neck and immediately passed the concussion protocol and he's back to full practice so but did you see the pictures they got him in bubble wrap on the field yeah they just got they got a machine and they just wrap him up in bubble wrap uh, well, I mean, I wish we would have done that with all our players this game. <laughs> it, it's uh, it's interesting man. to see. I don't, you know, we talked a lot about the trade deadline, the fact that they didn't make a move. Of course, you have all these guys now coming out. Breaking news, Packers offered this for this player, offered this first rounder for this player. Couldn't quite get it done. It's like, how many seasons do we have to see this? It's like agents get to break news to help the Packers front office save face almost. But seeing that we didn't make a move, I don't know what pieces we could have brought in to kind of save the team at this point with how ugly it did look. So, Well, the the one thing that's just really sticking out for me when it comes to the offense is uh, besides the offensive line is that I don't see much separation at all with the wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Is that it's got to be like a perfect throw or a perfect catch. Yeah. And the plays they do get open, ball's not going their way. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's it's frustrating because we did hold them, like you said, to 15 points. And they're so far this year, they're probably, I mean, statistically, at least a top five offense. They have a lot of yeah. firepower. Yep. They did get rid of Hawkinson, sent them to Minnesota. But, you know, they can score points in bunches. We held them to eight in the first half, seven in the second half, and just could not make it work 
And even like looking at, so we got the ball at the end of the game. We had a chance to win it. I think we were at the 17 yard line, two timeouts. You can do anything at that point. You know, we're first down 17 yard line, two timeouts, whole playbooks open, do whatever you want, throw it deep to the end zone incomplete to Lazard, throw it deep to the end zone incomplete to Lazard, throw it deep to the end zone. I think Tanyan and then deep to the end zone to Sammy Watkins. It's like, how about we focus on the first down? It's like the, the, I think it was fourth down play, fourth and two. And you just knew. Fourth and three. Fourth and three. You just knew Rodgers was going to throw it deep. He never, yep. he never did. just gets the first down. Why is it so difficult to say, hey, let's get the first down? And, you know, he did complete it this time on a nice ball over the top. Um, mm-hmm. But still, I don't know what it is that he. I, just I don't know wonder if it's how greed. Much, how much oversight there is with Aaron, and how much of it is him just saying, "I'm playing the way I'm playing." I mean, it did seem like yeah, he was how, checking how out coaching? of a. Yeah, it did seem like he was checking out of a lot of runs, and he did say in an interview with. Um, Aaron Andrews last week that he doesn't want to after you know we had such so much focus on the running game against the Bills he said he doesn't want to go out there and just hand the ball off he wants to you know go for it and sling the ball around and stuff and it's like and that goes back to like talking about the adults in the room LaFleur needs to be able to get his job is to get Rodgers to do what's best for the team We've talked about LaFleur multiple times in the past. Doesn't seem like he can always get the energy there, get the players going out there with confidence, with energy. And it's like, you got to be a leader. Part of being a leader is getting your quarterback to play in a way that's best for the team. And Rodgers... In the system. Yeah. Rodgers seemed like a one-man team out there this game. Yeah, and it's hard to know which when he gets frustrated, is he, is he mad at himself? Is he mad at the other players or a combination or what? But, um, I don't know. Uh, what, what's your opinion on the, on the season? Do you think it's done? Are we over? Hmm. I mean, we'd probably have to win all of all or all, but one of our next, you know, games coming up. And I know we play some heavy hitters, right? We play, yeah, we got Dallas Cowboys, Eagles, got, yeah, Titans, Titans. Yeah, I don't. We we would have to be a completely different team than we have been. So, I don't know. I don't see it turning around. Um, a lot of fans and people in the media I've seen calling for Jordan Love. I know. Even Lil Wayne, the rapper, came out and said <laughs> we lost this season because uh, we played Aaron Rodgers. Stuck with Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, part of that, I get what people are saying. I know Rodgers has not been Aaron Rodgers of old. He's now the highest paid player in the league, and we're not getting nearly what you would want from the highest player in the league. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if there was much of a win, winning scenario for the front office and for the coaches if they started Jordan Love at the beginning of the season. If we did not give Rodgers that contract and we played Jordan Love, because unless we had just gone out and taken the league by storm, you know, gone into the playoffs, Super Bowl, there would have been so many questions and comments saying, well, if Rodgers was in there, 
we'd be doing better. Like, I can't believe they didn't do, you know, go with Rogers after all this. And so I, a lot of people saying it now that they should have gone with love, but I can't imagine they could have made that decision beforehand. When, when you're losing consistently, people have got a lot of opinions Mm -hmm. and you know, it's, it's got to get frustrating when you're actually in the know when you are a player or a coach and you got these people that just come spousing off stupid stuff because a lot of it is really stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, <clears throat> you know, internet cowboys, cowgirls, have your fun, but there's a reason why you were not the GM or the coach. Yeah. So if things continue this way, do you think Rogers sticks with it next year? Even if we getting rid of the idea of we decide like the Packers decide to start him like or not. Do you think Rogers retires if we have a horrible year? He doesn't seem to have the motivation to go until he's geriatric like Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom's struggling too. Um you know, I could see him just, you know, waiting for his next chance of Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, who got uh, that job? Who's the Jeopardy host? There's two of them. They got um, it's a female and a guy. Ken Jennings, I think, is one. And then oh, okay, I've heard of. I don't watch Jeopardy really, but I've heard of Ken Jennings. Like he won a ton of them in a row. He was like called mm-hmm. the like Jeopardy savant. But interesting. Yeah, I don't. It's really. You can't help but have questions on what's right and what's wrong when a team goes and plays a one-win team and look this bad. I mean, the mm-hmm. fight, the fighting Campbells, they took it to us. They they won and uh, probably saved his job because they beat the Packers. Yeah, that's their Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And they got another chance when they come to Lambeau. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw a lot of very happy Viking fans because they, they're playing well. Vikings continue to get wins in uh, close games. They got another one to, I think they're, are they eight and one now? Is it seven and one? So. Seven and so, one, I think, because yeah. they had a bye. Um, but it seems like there's no, they don't quite love the wins as much as they love the Packer losses. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of Schadenfreude going on. <laughs> that's um, all right yeah did you see aaron Rodgers after the game one thing he did say in the post game is that uh seems like he'll have to start winning a lot of games with his legs because he had four rushes 40 yards and it's like i don't know that that's not the comment you want to hear from your 30 <laughs> almost 39 year old quarterback you're almost putting a lot of blame on the teammates yeah yeah yeah, I don't. Uh, it it's just whatever, you know. He's just saying stuff to say stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Lazard did have a few nice catches in this game, some good plays, um, but he was really the only guy out there you could say that about. Mm-hmm. Sammy Watkins, I don't know what's going on, but they are not on the same page. Multiple plays, including the last play of the game, where Watkins was going in a completely different direction than where Rogers threw it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I saw that when I was watching the replays today. It was like 
that's what I started talking about in the beginning. It's like, our, <clears throat> excuse me, our offensive line is does he doesn't have much time, mm-hmm. and the wide receivers are not running the right routes. And we are way too far into the season for you guys to still be figuring this out. Yeah. And I mean, we did talk earlier in the season about the fact that you have all these new guys at receiver, rookies. It would have been really nice to see Rodgers go to the OTAs, you know, all the offseason get-togethers, get on the same page with them, things like that. But at this point in the season, we're... We've played nine games. If you're if you're not getting it figured out yet, I don't know when when they will. Yeah, yeah. I I really this was supposed to be their get right game. Yep, get the confidence back game. And mm-hmm. no, this this was the total one eighty. This this mm-hmm. just beat us down and said, oh, we really are that bad. Yeah, and I don't know. I I, I mean, it is what it is. Um, you're not going to bench Rogers. You're paying him what fifty million a year. Same um, reason we didn't give up on Bakhtiari. <laughs> so his what? What is it? Uh, what did you call it? His uh, string on his knees. Oh, his twine. Twine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was. I originally was going to say zip ties, but I'm like, no, those, those hold pretty well. No, those actually. are good. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I prefer zip ties. <laughs> hey, did I tell you I got a? This is a sidebar. Um, I was at the the hardware store and they got these like reusable zip ties, and it was at the front. And I'm looking at it. I'm like going, "Oh, that's cool. It's adjustable, and you can you know go back and forth." And you, um, and so the guy looked at me. He goes, "You like that?" I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "All right." And he just threw it in the bag. He didn't even charge me for it. I hope I don't get anybody in trouble, but. Um, you but, will. He's fired. It, He's homeless now, actually. <laughs> no, I don't. I hope not. <laughs> um, but it's really cool. I don't know if if you're interested. Next time I go, I'll pick you one up. Sounds they don't good. charge me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you you still giving away free zip ties? <laughs> and then t- the owner's like, what do you mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. They used to give away... Um, uh, they had popcorn too. They made that was like the old fashioned hardware store. That was really nice. I remember that. I'm not trying to bring back positive thoughts you could, because could make the rounds. Game. You go to the hardware store for popcorn. Stop by the car dealership for cookies and drinks and <laughs> right because they had them. Yeah, they had ice cream too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go home and tell the kids, "I hope you're happy." Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, so how are you feeling, man? This is, this is new for you, isn't it? This, this bad. Yeah. I mean, we had Rogers first season. We were six and 10. That wasn't great, but. But there's always that eternal hope. You got the new guy. Uh, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I haven't seen a ton of bad seasons at, uh, in my 29 years on this, this rock, but, uh, I don't know. I, when I was younger, I, my emotions would depend on the Packers winning or losing much more than they do now. You know, I used to go to school on a Monday after a loss feeling pretty bummed, um, things like that, but it it doesn't really affect me anymore. I just see it as it's a hobby. It's something to enjoy to get your head out of 
reality for three hours a week or whatever you spend on looking at news as well. And so I enjoy it. I Even if we're playing ugly, playing like crap, it's still Packers football. I'm a lot more zen about it than Rodgers, apparently. <laughs> That's kind of how I've been, actually. I mean, especially after this last game. I mean, it is what it is. You know, um, I'm, I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. throw my hands up in the air and scream and yell and say fire everybody and start over um yeah you know, we're just not used to this happening mm-hmm. and so i think that um some fans just need to step back a little bit and quit being so emotional um it is teams go we haven't the teams go through ebbs and flows and Exactly. Long times. And... It's like those bumper stickers you see on uh, soccer moms' vans. Don't cry because the good times are over. Smile because they happened. I don't know if I've ever seen that. You ever heard that quote? I don't. I don't think so. No, I don't know if I've actually seen it on a bumper sticker, but it reminded me of like a middle-aged white lady. Something they would put on their Pinterest or something. It's a middle-aged white lady. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, do you have a game ball? I mean, I, I can't imagine. I have a game ball. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Do you, yeah. you have any anything else you want to talk about the game before we do it? What we, else can we talk about? Really nice interception by Jair Alexander. I know we threw <laughs> threw it right back to the other team after, but it was nice to see Jair get that one. We haven't wasn't had a... that one of those roller coaster emotions? It's like, yeah, we're coming back, and then all right, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, let's go through a couple silver linings before we do let's the do game it. ball. Okay, we had a really nice Jair Alexander pick. We had no miss kicks again, even though our kicker got hurt. Forgot about that part. And we had Amari Rogers again catch a punt without dropping it. That was crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> um, it's like last year with the uh, the mm-hmm. kicking game, where it was like, oh, oh, I just get so anxious. It's like going, "Are we going to make this one? Are we not going to make this one?" But uh, that's how I feel with Rogers, Amari. Yeah, and overall, our defense played well. Against a good offense. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. They are a very good offense. I can't think of any other silver linings unless you have any. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. We had uh, three, two fumbles. No, we don't want to talk about that. Um, Let's see. Actually, this is not a silver lining. But before we do the game ball, should we touch on the other players on the injury report? Big names? Because we talked about a couple, but it is pretty long. It's 17. Uh, Bakhtiari did not practice. Seemed like he re-injured his knee. They handle him so weird because he hurt his knee again. He was on the bike for what felt like two quarters. Um, and then they put him in for the final drive. I guess, you know, you're, you're kind of weighing the risk and you're like, if this is the drive that can go win us the game and potentially save our season, it's worth it. But mm-hmm. it was really interesting to see them put them see them put them back in for the last drive. Um, I thought, and I thought Zach Tom in his place did play pretty well. Um, okay, I, 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 
I I did not focus enough on that. Good job I mean, our you. our offensive line issues are from the center over to the right. Our left side has been pretty solid without Jenkins and either Bakhtiari or Zach Tom. But mm-hmm. when you know what side of the offensive line to attack, it doesn't really help. Yeah, um, and you can't so, make it. You can't throw the ball. So what do you do? Yeah, it's pretty pretty easy. Uh, so Bakhtiari re-injured his knee. Chris Barnes concussion. I didn't. I don't remember him going out, but there was so many. Either. Maybe I just lost him in the wash. <laughs> That's uh, what I was thinking. Devondre Campbell uh, knee injury. Mason Crosby limited practice with that back injury, so he might be good to go. Might have just tweaked it. He's getting old. Old guys hurt their back. Yeah, uh, tell me about it. <laughs> Romeo Dubs won't see him for a handful of weeks. Razul Douglas calf injury limited practice. Rashawn Gary out for the season. Shamar John Charles ankle did not practice. Elton Jenkins knee did not practice. Aaron Jones ankle limited practice in a boot. But it sounds like he might play. Alan Lazard shoulder injury no designation. Uh, Rogers his right thumb. John Runyon knee injury. Limited practice. Preston Smith, neck injury, limited practice. Eric Stokes, ankle, knee, might be out for the season. Sammy Watkins, knee, did not practice. Christian Watson, concussion protocol, but passed it full practice. You, did you see that play with Rodgers? Um, where he, I think it was one of the Lions helped him up from the ground early in the game. And it looked like he he kind of screamed out in pain and was like holding and shaking his hand. I think the way they helped him up, he might've had his thumb pulled. Oh no, I did not. It didn't look like it would have been on purpose by the Lions player, but it looked like he heard it not on the play. They were talking about, he might've heard it falling down, but it looked like he landed cleanly on his hands. I think he got hurt getting helped up. Ah, interesting. Yeah. I know. I I think it's it's a bigger deal than they want to let on. But mm-hmm. um, hey, you ready? I'm ready. And now it's time for Sean's game ball. This week's game ball goes to. We're going to miss you, Rashawn Gary. Oh, man. On 28 snaps, he had three pressures, a quarterback hit, and three run stops. Good game for him before exiting. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he deserves it. We're going to miss him. We're going to yeah. really miss him. Yeah. He'll, I mean, he'll probably be home when the ball arrives. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there's another silver lining for you. <laughs> I'm happy for you, Rashawn. Um, <laughs> would you ever think about just putting love in? I mean, I could see it. If we're not looking at Rogers being the the starting option after the season, you have to know what you have in love. You know, we've seen him in some preseason, a couple starts here and there, but you know, if you really want to know what you have in him as a starting NFL quarterback, he, he needs some games at the spot. So I could see them making the decision, but I don't see them. Uh, I don't see them doing it. I, I don't, don't either. And I I think for me, the only reason 
possibly they would do it is if they're thinking that Rodgers is going to come back next year and they can mm-hmm. trade love for something. And so they want to have some tape. But um, I don't know. It, it, it's, 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 it's a funky situation. We've been this way with Green Bay from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Where, you know, how do you know? What are you, what are you supposed to do? They kind of kind of hold you up. Mhm. Yeah, it's uh that's part of having a legacy quarterback. You have to handle the end of the era as well. But who knows? Maybe we'll have love starting next season and Rodgers will be replacing Zach Wilson in New York on the Jets and then a season later he'll be on the Vikings. <laughs> Don't say that. Oh, no, God, that would be worse. Oh, it, it, it could actually work, too, with Cousins' contract being because it, it's it a could. Zach Wills, like, Jets are playing really well. They just beat the Bills in a huge upset. Um, yeah, we're gonna, a, let's let's do that. Let's follow that. Let's, let's talk yeah, about that. They have a world-beater defense, you know, looking really good, good running game. The only thing they don't have is a good quarterback. <laughs> I, I could see them going for Rodgers. Can He's you imagine? not that bad, though. Yeah. And then a little bit after that, there's rumors about Rogers sending illicit pictures <laughs> to female reporters. <laughs> and then five to ten years down the line, all of a sudden we find out he defrauds his home state, <laughs> California's welfare system. Wow. Here we go. <laughs> Hey, it's all coming together. <laughs> the Jets beat the Bills and they're at six and three. The Jets beat the Bills 20 to 17. Um, and I think uh what's his name? Who's the Bills quarterback? Uh, I can never remember his Josh name. Allen. He I think he's out this week. I think he might be out uh I saw he might play. Oh, okay. Um, but he's he's managing a sprained elbow, UCL sprain. Hey, did you watch the uh Eagles Texans game at all? I wouldn't do that to myself. It actually wasn't bad. No. <laughs> the, the Texans, uh, yeah, I watched a bit of it. Um, I really am not a fan of the Amazon. Uh, their their streaming is is not very good. Um, but they they played tough for a while, and um, it's it's kind of like that, that sports team where, you, you, you know, we just want to play them tough. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what the Texans did. Um, I mean, they have a stud rookie running back. They oh, don't have much going for them, the Texans, but they that's, have Damian That's their Pierce. whole offense is their running back. Yeah. But the Eagles just, wow, they're just solid. <laughs> I talked about um, uh, Brandon Cooks, that he didn't get traded when he wanted to, and he put out that tweet that he was going to, Air all the dirty laundry that the Texans organization has. Yeah, but he, there's like about 18 was other a, reasons why he shouldn't. He was a healthy scratch in this game. Did not play. Like <laughs> if he if he keeps doing this, he's going to lose 18 million dollars, I believe. Is uh, yeah. Um, all right. Okay. Should we go so, over the picks? You ready? Yeah, for let's picks? do it. All right. So we went into this. Mike plus four, and as we've seen with the Packers all season, everything continues to just go to hell. (laughs) (laughs) 
we both picked the Eagles to beat the Texans and we're correct. I should have continued picking against the Packers, but we both took the Packers and got that one wrong. Mm-hmm. Both correctly picked the Vikings to beat the Washington Commanders. And uh, who might be the Amazon is that, is Commanders. That how you, is that how you say it, though? You go, Washington Commanders. commanders. Like a commander <laughs> would. Um, soon to be the Amazon Commanders. You think so? I don't know if anyone's going to pay... I, think I, the, I mean, he certainly has the money because they have a lot of groups like Jeff the Manning Bezos. brothers have tried to put together a finance group to buy a couple of the teams that have come for sale in the past. But, you know, Washington in the capital and their history, they're they have a much higher price tag than some of the other teams. So I think you need a big money guy. And I've heard rumors it's going to be uh, Jeff Bezos and Jay-Z coming together to buy the team. Mm. Why? Well, I, I think. um the Broncos sold for like five point six billion, and I think, um, what's his name? The owner for the for the Commanders, um, he's he's Dan looking Snyder. for like Snyder is looking for like seven billion. It's like, you know, he I think he spent eight hundred eight hundred and fifty million to buy him back in ninety nine. It's a good investment. I need some of those. <laughs> the problem is I just don't have the eight hundred and fifty million to, to start on. That's but right. Anyway, right. Uh, Dolphins at Bears. I picked the Lions to beat the Dolphins the other week, thinking they could do it. They failed me, so I stuck with the NFC North and picked the Bears to beat the Dolphins, and they also failed me. What did Mike pick? Um, Mike picked the Dolphins, unfortunately. I don't know what the <laughs> heck is going on here. Even with Justin Fields getting the all-time single-game rushing record for a quarterback oh, at 178 yards. Yeah, he really That is good. crazy. Mm-hmm. So he threw for 123 and three touchdowns, ran for 178 and a touchdown. Looked like they were going to win it in the end, came back to take the lead and then Miami steals it back, and I fall mm-hmm. further in the pickle. And the Dolphins are six and three. I mean, wow, good they offense. Beat some really good teams. This really year. good yeah. offense. Yeah, and their wide receiver duel with Waddle um, and Tyreek Hill is looking really good this year. Uh, Titans at Chiefs. I took the Titans. I just, I, I just want to add the the Raiders yeah. game. Um, Wow. The only reason why I'm intrigued at all with the Raiders is because of DeMonte Adams and going there and they're two and six. They lose to the Jaguars 27 to 20. Jaguars are three and six. And things are not good in Las Vegas. Well, they, yeah, they have a losing mentality. They, they asked, uh, uh shoot what's the quarterback's name for the raiders matt carr isn't it? yeah Derek carr okay did did you see um the post-game interview where they asked him so uh is this becoming a familiar feeling for you Derek? where it's the third time this season you've thrown a 17 point lead and carr was pretty much speechless like he he went to say something like three or four times and then decided 
not to that it was better to keep it to himself yeah just just keep it yeah don't don't go there uh for the titans chiefs game if you recall i picked the titans because it looked like Tannehill was gonna play and i said that's the only reason i was gonna pick them i told you that it was questionable though but it looked like he was gonna play and then not due to injury but an illness that came up on friday he did not play <laughs> what are they even here's a question I, I meant to ask you last week are they calling it COVID or are they just calling it illness because no, they sure. i don't hear them saying anybody's getting COVID. you know they have to be probably illness um but even with malik willis who did not look good at quarterback 5 of 16 80 yards and um some horrible throws they lost in overtime 17-20. With some also, it took some really questionable, very questionable calls to keep the Chiefs in it at the end to bring it to overtime. Um, calling back certain Here goes Sean. I'm Here just goes saying. Sean. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, so I got that one wrong as well. You took the Chiefs. And then we both took the Ravens to beat the Saints. Ravens beat the Saints 27-13 on Monday Night Football. Yeah, and and we had, on by, we had the Browns, the Giants, the Steelers, the Broncos, the Cowboys, and the 49ers. And the Cowboys have an extra week to get ready for the powerful Packers in Lambeau Field. So we got Mike plus six going into the week. I'm feeling okay about that. It's all falling apart. Any other games you want to touch on before we move on to picks? Yeah, let me let me just scroll through it again. Um, yeah, I, I am surprised that the Rams are struggling as much as they are this year. They stink. I, they stink almost as much as we do. Um. <laughs> uh, more in a lot of ways. They're happy with Gino. They won again. They're six and three. I didn't expect them to be leading the division. Uh, let's see. No, I think we. They had so many, so many teams on by. No, I think mm-hmm. that's it. All right. we got coming up. Uh, let me let me switch over to week ten. And I just want to look at the divisions. Uh, the standings. So the Bills, AFC least is not anymore. It is a really good division. You've got uh, look at the Bills are leading it six and two, but you got the Jets in second at six and three, Dolphins at six and three, and New England at five and four. That's a good division. Yeah. Look at the NFC uh, East. Record wise, they currently have the best division records in. NFL history. Oh, I did not realize that. The only teams they've really lost to so far are each other. Which that is that makes sense. Yeah, that's about the only way it can happen. <laughs> you got um, unless they tie each other every time. What is the because uh, I know they rotate the um NFC teams with the AFC teams. Um I think it's the NFC East that that's kicking our butt. <clears throat> yep, we play the NFC East right now. Uh, Titans in first on the AFC South. Ravens number one in the AFC North. Uh, Kansas City. Chargers are hanging in there, though. 
Have you watched any of their their football? The Chargers? No. Haven't either. <laughs> uh, so there was a the pretty Eagles. fun, scrappy team, but I haven't watched them this year. Eagles are at eight and zero. Oh. Wow, you you called it. I did call oh, it right. Early. Yeah, I I didn't I'm, expect I'm them to be eight you and credit. I did not expect eight and zero though. But how about Cowboys and Giants are at six and two? Are you surprised by that? Uh, yes, especially the Giants. And then the Commanders are four and five. Uh, how about the Vikings? Uh, top in the NFC North at seven and one. Do you believe they're really a seven and one team? Mm, I don't know if they have the talent of a seven and one team, but I think this year, with how weird the league is, if you're a cohesive team that can win you a lot of games, um, I mean, I think we're really getting set up for a Vikings playoff heartbreaker, and I can't wait. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting because you look at if I was just looking at the standings, the NFC North, I would say, wow, there it's a weak division because it goes from Minnesota at seven and one to the Packers and the Bears at three and six, Detroit at two and six. But NFC South, you got Tampa Bay as the number one team at four and five, tied with Atlanta at four and five. <laughs> and New Orleans at three and six and Carolina at two and seven. So that's a pretty weak, weak, weak yeah. conference. I uh, uh, I heard a replay, a clip of Paul Allen calling the Vikings game on the radio. And it was like a chip chip shot, like a extra point length field goal for them to win the game. And man, did he sound nervous. They have such a history of trauma in Minnesota <laughs> when it comes to kicking. He's like, please, Greg. Please put this one through. <laughs> and he celebrated so much. NFC West, Seattle at first place at six and three. Do you remember coming back from uh, our family trip? And it was just horrible weather. It's snowing and we're listening, cheering against the Vikings. And the cars, we, we flew back from, I think it was Florida. <clears throat> and... I think they went in overtime. You, you correct yeah, me. It was crazy. That was the Minneapolis because miracle. they they kicked it and they they went in and they they went into overtime and then in overtime they went wide right right. No, that, they won that, that the game. One? No, that, that the that's the Minneapolis miracle where they had that crazy catch on the sideline and that he shook the defender ran down the sideline to go and win it right at the end against the Saints. I don't care who you are. Maybe I'm a, you know, I'm an. And old then they lady. lost the next week. Yep, that was perfect. Um, <laughs> that's that's what we always cheer for. Um, but I just there's something about listening to the game on the radio that's that's just different than watching the game on TV. Mm -hmm. Especially when it's like in a snowstorm <laughs> and you're driving across Minnesota. Yeah, that was crazy uh, weather. I do remember uh, that. Okay, so we got Falcons Thursday. tomorrow. Falcons go to the Mighty Panthers. You gotta go Falcons, but that's not an easy pick either. I mean, it's it's not, but you can't take the Panthers right now with how they're playing. They're and they're they're they've given up 
They can't beat anyone but the Bucks. <laughs> All right. Seahawks, uh, speaking of Seahawks at Bucks in Berlin, Germany. Did you um did you take a funny pill today? I take one every day. <laughs> I'm hilarious. I'm delightful. <laughs> <laughs> I tell people I'm delightful all the time, and it, I don't know. It always seems to make people laugh, but I'm serious. When people ask me, how are you doing? I go, unbelievable. <laughs> Every once in a while, and it's usually females. I go, well, that could go either way. I go, uh-huh. <laughs> but I don't say how it is. Seahawks at Bucks. I got to go Seahawks. Gino. Yeah. I got to go Gino as well. He's been playing so well. I mean, they're running the ball well. Playing defense well. It's Pete Carroll's looking. Pete Carroll's having a fun year. Hey, have you ever noticed when you read like like certain coaches like Belichick would be one extreme, where it's like uh, is what he responds to a question. But Carroll, my gosh, he just doesn't stop talking. It's like I used to tease. Guys that I worked in radio with, that they'd get up in the middle of the night and grab a snack, and they'd open up the fridge and go, "Well, let's see what we got here. We got some hamburger on the right side. We got some cheese over here." Um, but reporters love them because Carol just rambles, and they they get their word count for the day. He seems like the kind of guy that would do his job for free. I would agree. He he seems like the kind of guy that would have a cafe in between here and Minneapolis. Remember that guy? Cafe in Big Lake. That, that, that. Oh yeah. Okay, you're such he a weirdo. And acted How would just I have like known what you were talking about. <laughs> he was. It was creepy. He did look like Pete Carroll <laughs> and acted. And acted. All right. Lions going to Chicago against the Bears and the mighty Justin Fields. I'm going to go with the Bears. I, I, I really I like the way their offense is starting to come around. Yeah, they're they're really turning things around. I'll go with the Bears too. I'll match you again. Um I know I know the Lions they beat the mighty Packers, but I don't know about Justin Fields. The mighty I don't know. You might want to back off the mighty. The powerful Packers. Good thing I have a <laughs> pop guard on my microphone. <laughs> powerful Packers. I get, yeah, spit screen. Um, <laughs> All right. And then we have the Vikings going to the angry Buffalo Bills after losing to the Jets. Jets, Jets, Jets. Mm, I'm going to go a, Bills. This is a tough one. It, it, it's going hard Bills? to know because of injuries, but I'm going to go Bills. I'm going to go Vikings. I'm taking the yeah, Vikings. It's a, it's, it's a toss-up either way. Yep, they're playing strong. I would guess, I don't know for sure, but I would guess Josh Allen plays hurt this game. I don't think they're going with the backup. I think they'll go with Josh Allen. It, it is a noon game. So, so, Vic, so Cousins Kirk will play well. Cousins... <laughs> Mm-hmm. He, he, he seems to be stepping up in a lot of the moments that yeah, he failed he is, in yeah. previous seasons so it's interesting to see 
And maybe he shook some of that primetime voodoo off of him by winning in the Juju. wannabe primetime London game. <laughs> uh, Chargers at 49ers Sunday night. Oh, I missed one. Uh, we'll go back to it. Chargers at 49ers Sunday night football. Uh, Chargers at 49ers. Chargers at 49ers. I'm going Niners. I'm going to go with Niners, too. Yeah, I think they'll win it. They've they've been looking good. They have Christian McCaffrey, who looks like a world beater now that he's on an actual team. And uh, Debo Isn't Samuel. Is he, how, how, would, how would that feel as a player? It's like, finally. No kidding. I mean, it, it, it really says a lot about players when they are obvious superstars on horrible teams. Mm-hmm. Because that's it's a lot easier to shine on a good offense, on a good defense. But when you're on a bad team and people still can tell you're a stud. Um, and I think Debo Samuel will be healthy again uh, for the Niners. So it'll be interesting to see them both on the field. All right. And then Monday night football, we got commanders at Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, come on. Hard to, hard to pick against the green. Yeah, you got to go with the Eagles. Fly, baby, fly. That's right. All right, and then because I skipped past it on accident, we're going back to round it out with the 3.25 p.m. kickoff. Cowboys and Mike McCarthy revenge game in Green Bay. Cowboys. Oh, he did it. He did it. He picked against the Packers. Oh, my God, he did it. I was going to just throw it because I'm so far ahead. But I'm I'm still trying to be, you know. <laughs> I can't imagine there's no reason why the Cowboys should lose. They have a really good defense, too. Mm. Yeah. I'm tempted to pick the Packers. But Do I don't it. think. I don't. And then you could make me feel horrible that you were right and the Packers won. Yeah, that's true. Did you hear McCarthy? Um, I think it was today. Um, started crying. The reporters were asking about him. What he missed about Green Bay? Yeah, and they were like, getting pretty intense. And, and he got he, he he, you know, typical Pittsburgh type reaction. He. he Beepity beep 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 swearing is like you guys did this on purpose. You knew you, I would get emotional. Yeah, and I did see that. Aaron, I saw before we uh, started recording. I saw Aaron saying, "I am like he is incredibly gracious about his relationship with McCarthy." Have you seen the promos, the commercials for this game? Mm-mm. The way the NFL is marketing it, it's so weird. Mm-hmm. They're calling their all their marketing is around rivalry renewed with the Packers Cowboys, which seems so strange. Like we we play each other most seasons, and you know, bit of a rivalry there. But other than mm-hmm. that, it's not like our dynasties really lined up. When we were great with Rodgers, Dallas wasn't great. When they were great in the nineties, with you know that team, we weren't. Win in the Super Bowl. I don't know what they're really, what they're really they're going with to, because it would have been so easy eyeballs, man. to sell it with the McCarthy revenge game. 
Yeah, it's just eyeballs. They just want more eyeballs. Yeah. I like how like um, the streaming services like Amazon, they're not really revealing the numbers. It's like if I was an advertiser and you didn't tell me the real numbers, there's no way I'm going to spend the money to be advertising on your streaming. It's like they mm -hmm. keep, eh, we might be, we could be, possibly, <laughs> but it's good. Trust us. Uh, by the way, I just want to add um, teams on the bye this week are the Ravens, Patriots, Jets, and the Bengals. Good teams. They're all, they all have winning records. Nice. Bengals really kind of is turning their season around. They were, they looked pretty bad for uh, three, four weeks. Yeah, but they looked really good in the first half this week. And then it was kind of garbage time after that because they scored like 34 mm. right off the bat. All right, I'm taking the Packers. All right, man. Cool. I'm sticking with the green and gold. Yeah, you sound so cool, but you didn't before. But, boy, you're just a big Packer fan now. I'm I'm a homer. I could never, <laughs> never go against the boys. Yeah, we should do it, a, it'll be interesting. We should do a one of these years, a game. Everything like sign up for one of those packages where you, you go to the hotel and then you have the tailgate and then you got your tickets and then they bring you back to your hotel and then they push you back to Minnesota. I mean, I would love to. I've never seen the Packers play in Lambo. <laughs> I did once. There was a preseason game. That's so my. We, so we got to make it happen. I'd I see. Let's, let's think about it for next year. All right. Let's plan it out. All right, my man. Let's go, let's go to London. <gasps> <laughs> I cannot imagine we'll be in London for a while. I think your mom will love that. Oh, we would bring her? Well, you're going to bring Amina, right? <laughs> I thought it was just going to be the two of us. <laughs> okay. I guess they can come it. with. They can come with. <laughs> All right, oh, man. All right. Well, we, got the, we got the boys coming to town. That's right. Let's go beat the Cowboys and Mike McCarthy. Until and, uh, next week. Go. Pack. Go. Thank you for listening to the Bleeding Green and Gold podcast with your hosts, Sean and Mike Reagan. Make sure to subscribe and check out the website at bleedinggreenandgold.com. Join the Facebook group. All questions and comments are welcome. Send them to feedback at bleedinggreenandgold.com. And until next time, Go Pack Go! Go!